You know, Lent is not about making minor adjustments to our life. Lent is a journey to new life at Easter. It is a journey in which we long to discover what it means to be born anew. You know, we should want something big out of Lent. You know, I can give up chocolate any time, well, at least for a few days. You can make minor adjustments to your spiritual practices, but at the heart of the longing is, I want to get to Easter and have discovered what it means to really be alive. The reading from John's Gospel today is all about where we will discover that new life. Jesus comes into the temple, he disrupts business. The temple was a place where God dwelt. It was a, like any worship space like this, it's a place where you come in and you are reminded that God is real. But what happens in this story is that Jesus' conversation with those who are questioning his behavior is, guess what? I am the real temple. Destroy this temple. And they say, how are you gonna destroy this temple? Well, he was talking about the temple of his body. What John is saying to us is if you want to see the true temple, it is right there in Jesus. And what we find is that this is the ongoing story throughout the Gospel of John. John is not disparaging the temple so much. You know, the temple had its faults. But what he's really saying is if you want to discover the source of transformation, take a look at this guy. You know, it begins in the prologue to John's Gospel. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have beheld his glory. Behold the glory in Jesus. We then find in chapter 2 of John, guess what? This Jesus has the capacity to take a situation where all the resources have run out and provide something new at the wedding of Cana and Galilee. The, the wine has run out. What a tragedy at a wedding. And then the story tells us that he took this water and transformed it into the best wine. You know, it's John's way of talking about the fact that your situation may be, be dire. All the energy is out. Jesus can transform it. Nicodemus then comes to him at night and, you know, wants to know what this guy is about. And Jesus offers him new life. Offers him a birth from above to be born anew. It doesn't matter how old you are, Nicodemus. It doesn't matter how old any of us are. A new life can be had. In chapter 4, the Samaritan woman comes to the well. She's looking for the kind of water you drink. And then this Jew, Jesus, with whom she should have no relations, 
says to her, I would, if you would ask me, I would give you water that would be in you a spring gushing up to everlasting life. Yeah, you can have this water. It'll keep you going for a few hours. I want to give you the water that's going to make your life fundamentally different. And the end result of this is she becomes the first evangelist. It's about new life. It's about transformation. The same story just keeps being told in John. We get to the man born blind in chapter 9. And what we find out is it is always possible to see again. You and I may be blind to all sorts of things, but Jesus can open our eyes. And that's what the blind man says, I don't know why I can now see, but all I know is this guy came along and he opened my eyes. I bet we have experienced that. Suddenly had our eyes opened to things we could not see. And then of course in chapter 11 of John, what we discover is that even when we are good as dead, like Lazarus, the story isn't over. That Jesus can bring new life into our dead bodies. That when all hope is lost, when we just think that the table is empty, the journey is, has ended, it isn't over. Not with Jesus around. The Gospel of John, again and again, in this story about Jesus in the temple, is saying, here, here is the guy who is the one who embodies God. Yes, the bricks and mortar temple was a place to, to know God, but something new has come onto the scene. And to pay attention to this life, to believe in his name, is to become a child of God, to be born of God. It's not just to get a little advice about having to live better it's about having a whole different framework. You know, what we want this Lent is to get to Easter and realize that we have discovered some new life, that a, a birthing process has taken place. The focus, of course, then needs to be Jesus. What is he saying to us? Where is he taking us? But you know, there's another remarkable thing in the Gospel of John, and we find this in other writings of the New Testament, is that when we focus on this embodiment of God in Jesus, when we see him as the temple in the flesh, What then happens is we become people who embody that same life in us and the church becomes the temple made up of living stones. Later on in John's gospel, there's all this talk about how he's in us and we are in him and we're in God. It's all John's way of saying that the church is intimately 
connected to Jesus in God. There is this profound communion. And therefore, as our lives are changed by him, we then are able to make him known to the world that they see in us a temple of the living God. The impact we have on this world is not that we're just a little bit more morally better and a little more pure and don't make so many mistakes. It's that something about our common life together, our love for one another, our love for the neighbor, our love for the world, is something that is, has made a home in us and is then transformative for others. And we know this is true. We know that when we love somebody with a love that is big, things change for them and they change for us. This Lent, let us keep laser focused on Jesus, the temple, the embodiment of God's life-giving power. And when that life-giving power gives us life, let us take that life out into our world and let people know that their situations are not hopeless, that they can be born anew, that when their resources have run out, they haven't really run out. There is a power that can, can make something out of nothing. And if they think that they are never going to be able to see again anything new, that Jesus opens the eyes of those blind for a long time, and if one day they are just flat out and all hope is lost, that the power of God at work in Jesus can raise the dead. Lent is about a whole new life. Let us pray that God will give us this new life at Easter. An Echo from the Well is a podcast of St. Timothy's Episcopal Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. If you would like to learn more, visit stTimothys.com. And Jesus' blood and righteousness, I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking changing grace in every high and stormy gale my anchor holds within the veil on Christ the solid rock I stand on other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand when he shall come with trumpets Right.
Cause us to stand before.